The Kinky Cocktail Hour is brought to you by Motor Bunny, the world's most powerful saddle-style vibrator that offers fabulous creative sexual experiences. We use it and it rotates, it vibrates, and it delivers mind-blowing orgasms. Enjoy Motor Bunny as your favorite sex toy. When you order the Motor Bunny, multiple attachments are included along with the link controller, which allows wireless control from anywhere. Motor Bunny is the world's most powerful saddle-style vibrator on earth. Use the link in the show notes and spice up your sex life with a Motor Bunny. You're listening to Kinky Cocktail Hour, a conversation between adults about sex-forward relationships, kinky lifestyles, and frank communication. If you're under 18, please stop listening and visit scarletteen.com. I'm Lady Petra, and my pronouns are she, hers, and we. I'm Safa Master, and my pronouns are him, his, and we. And this is Kinky Cocktail Hour. Cheers! Cheers! So what am I drinking today? Well, I'm drinking water. And Lady Petra, she's got the good stuff. She's on a bourbon and whiskey tasting across the country. So enjoy her visits with bourbons and single malt scotches in the Carolinas. Today's conversation is brought to you by WeMinder, a behavior chart app for kinky couples like us. Learn more at WeMinder.app. Hi, so I'm at Dirty Whiskey Distillery in North Carolina. I had to drive quite a ways to find this. And bartender is setting me up with a flight of whiskeys to try. And I'm sitting here with two locals. And we're going to see what the... You just moved here. You're a local for sure, though. Uh, Your first name? Cleveland. Cleveland and E E are here watching me have my whiskey. So we'll see how this goes. So I'm not utterly familiar with all these. I just started working here. But they're all delicious. I've tasted them all. Okay. So the first one we're starting with is uh, a bourbon here from North Carolina. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's from Mount Pleasant. It's Southern Grace Distillery. They make conviction. Mm -hmm. I'm not the hugest fan of this because I don't care for cinnamon Okay. And, and, and whiskey. It's like a spicy? Yeah, like mm-hmm. that. And so I just don't like it, but everybody else loves it. Okay, so I want I'm, you but to I'm start, willing to try it. Yeah. yeah, I want you to start with this one. This next one is Ava, Ava Gardner Seven Jars. Uh, I believe it's a bourbon as well. I can get you more information where sure. you can just look these up And I can well. look these up too. Yeah, it's just super smooth. Like, it, I'm sure it's a blend. It doesn't have a year on there. Mm-hmm. The next one's a North Carolina single malt. Ooh. It's the Rua. I, want, I love that. The Rua gold label right mm-hmm. there. Yeah. And it, it, like it for North Carolina, for a single malt, it's smooth. Okay, great. The next one is another one by Southern Grace. This is okay. their double oak, okay? If you've ever had Woodford Reserve, this one will absolutely kick Woodford's That's ass. That's what I need because okay? I have one of Woodford will, yet last it night. It will kick you in the face with oak. Like, if you want double oak, that's the one okay. to get. Okay. This other one is called the Clover. It's a single barrel. Mm-hmm. Uh, it says it's Tennessee whiskey, but it's made here in North Carolina. It's Tennessee straight 
Tennessee bourbon. And is it a 10 year? Is it 10 years? 10 years. years. Great. The next one is aged 12 years. Okay. And this is called Hoot Young 12 years. There's a guy in Blackhawk Town, very important person in that conflict. Yeah. And he opened up a distillery and this is one of the finest whiskeys I've had in really? a very long time. So right now we think we're representing the best of Carolina North Carolina. Yes. This last one is not made in North Carolina. It is made in Ohio. That's okay. Okay. That's it's okay. It's made in Ohio, but we have ties to the military. So oh, yeah. that's why we have We no bring it in for that. In. Okay, good. And I'm here for exactly the military type stuff. So that's perfect. Awesome. Thank you. So I'm smelling the first one and it's Pretty spicy and cinnamony, vanilla notes, quite a bit of sugar in it. Like when you swirl it, it creates a rim on the glass. Let's go in for a taste. Oh wow, yeah, definitely cinnamon flavor. So I'm still in the number one taste and it's so spicy, it's like a rye, but it's not a very deep rye. So it definitely could be a mixer in replacing a rye, but we'll have to see. Um, and then I will take a break and have number two. So, I'm on to number two. I'm gonna try Seven Jars Select Bourbon Whiskey. It's limited edition, Ava Gardner brand. We'll see what it is when I smell it. It's really light smell, not very much to it. When I swirl it, you've got a sugar line that's really intense. I bet you this sugar line stays with it. So, we're gonna taste it. Okay, so that one has more of a gleeking on the tongue. So like when I press it up into my palate, there's a gleek, spreads across the mid-tongue, and then it's a little warm going back. Not quite as warm as when you do a scotch, but it does gleek and it does push across the tongue. So we'll enjoy this and see uh, what comes of it. So I'm trying the third one, and this is the Great Wagon Road Distillery called Rua, American Single Malt, which Rua sounds Gaelic for redhead, barley-based, and... What's interesting is the notes they carry. They say it's aged in uh, char number three American white oak barrels, carries notes of vanilla and caramel, and then it has these full body notes that are like baked bread pralings, and it has a long, sweet finish. So we'll see. It's 92 proof. We'll see. It's made in Charlotte. We'll see if it ends up coming out. Some of their profile says that there's peach caramel and cherry. Pralines, vanilla toffee. Point, sherry and oak as far as what goes into the... That has to do with the barrel itself and the charring. Just one second though. Palette is vanilla toffee and it has spicy heat. So I don't know if that spiciness is coming from the alcohol content, which I don't think it, that alcohol content it is. ABV is low. But I think it will spread and I'm looking forward to seeing it. So let me smell it. So it smells spicy and sweet very sweet in fact i'm gonna swirl look at the sugar content not as much sugar so that means there's probably a little more alcohol but you know it's keeping its sugar line pretty well let's taste it wow okay there we go that's it way more interesting way more interesting whiskey not quite a scotch but it does the same things a scotch does I got an explosion in the top of my palate, and then it moved to the front of my tongue, and then it's down the back of my throat. So I'm going to enjoy this. I actually like this whiskey. So now I'm going to try Conviction Double Oak 1929. 
And what's interesting about this one is it's a straight bourbon whiskey. The batches are numbered. It's 49.9% alcohol by volume. So they handwrite the volume and the... This one actually was made in spring 2021, so it's a new batch. We'll try it. Let me look and smell it. There's no real odor at all. Uh, of course, it's a bourbon, so it has a strong sugar line. But this one doesn't have a lot of legs. It has a sugar line, but no legs. Oh, wow. Wow. So I taste peach, caramel, even some grass nuts. It's not very full-bodied. It's single note. Barely gleek factor. Comes up in the palate, explodes, and then goes down. Not very warm. We'll see how it goes. So I'm on number five, Tasty. And this one is, let me get the name of it, is the Clover Single Barrel Tennessee Straight Bourbon Whiskey. It's a 10-year. So I'm going on a journey, he says. So I've got to try this next one. See, it's got a nice dark, darker color. It's more of a amber. And it actually probably has more alcohol in it because it's actually moving in the glass like it has more alcohol. No real smell. Sugar line is really good. Little bit of legs. Let's see what it tastes like. Interesting. It's like a creme brulee. It's like a dessert in a glass. So not a lot of activity, not a lot of full body, but more like a dessert. So I would say over ice cream or with ice cream would be great. So I'm on my last tasting. Number six, Hooten Young 12 year bourbon. And so it is definitely darker, but when I say dark, it's like a, a deeper amber, okay? So let's open it up and smell it. It smells like alcohol. It's got sugar line, but you know, it's starting to get legs. So let's look at what it tastes like. Okay, so that has some smoky notes, some caramel. I'm gonna take a bigger sip and see if it changes. Interesting, it's definitely front of the tongue sweet and it has some heat going down so if you take a big enough swig and I did take a huge one it does have a different type of leaf factor more of a con consistent uh, salivating factor I would say and then it gets toasty warm a definitely good sipper I would say the two of my tasting that I like the best would be the Hoot and Young and the Rua on this tasting and so to finish this podcast part, I'm going to try a specialty old-fashioned by the bartender because he says when he mixes it, it will be phenomenal. And I hope you've enjoyed my tasting while I'm visiting North Carolina. It's called the Atoshan Three Wood, and it's because the whiskey is matured in three different cast types. It goes starts in an American bourbon barrel, then it switched to a Spanish uh, Oloroso sherry, and then it's finished in a Pedro Jaimez sherry cask. And so that's why we're getting the complexity in this. So interesting how they use the barreling and three different times to try to impart that flavor to it. So it's a very laborsome process, but I think it's an excellent way to make a scotch. So when I smell it, it was quite an experience from any other whiskey I've ever had at this point. Um, I smell currants and then actually like raisins. I smell orange, some citrus, and then a sweetness, like a toffee sweetness over it. You know, and it reminds me of this, those old papuris we used to make in Victorian times where they would take an orange and puncture it with cloves 
and then they'd add star anise and other spices to it. Kind of have it in a bag and add it to cider and things. And so after that's been muling for a while, there's a sweet, spicy, citrusy smell that comes off the cider. Very similar to this. This is, the nose on this is quite enjoyable. Just like the nose, the palate is completely surprising. As I took my first sip before I added water, I got a really bold taste of lemon peel. I think it's more like lemon peel. And then a spiciness like cinnamon or something. But not like you'd buy a cinnamon bourbon. It's not like that. I just mean there's a spiciness to it that mimics what cinnamon does. I don't want to confuse people to think this is like a holiday scotch. And then butterscotch with truly, I'm getting some earth tones in there, like forest floor. So I'm going to add some water and see how it opens it up. So adding some water, soften the nose. It's now more of a single note, like smells like a Amerto butterscotch or something along those lines. So let's see what the taste is like. Again, the whole scotch has changed. I literally just took two fingers in water two times and let two drops each time fall in the water. So I probably have three or four drops of water in the scotch swirl. That, and when I taste it, it gleaked all up inside my palate. Full mouthfeel, like I got lots of, wow, I'm still getting it, earthy. You know, I know this is a single malt, but I'm tasting bogginess in it, but not like peat would be where it's smoky. It's just a boggy taste, and there's a sweet butterscotch tone. I can't quite put my finger on it. It's a very interesting scotch, and it truly with the water, it's way drinkable. So I think it's more complex than the classic Lottie, but I think it has a lane of its own. And being that it's a lowland and they only have three lowlands here, I'm lucky to be able to try this. So I always forget in my tasting uh, the finish on this Autoshan three wood. You know, when I when I just swallow it, I get a little bit of warmth, but not, 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 not a heavy warmth into my chest. But I do when I push it up into my palate and then breathe in some air. It really gets a lot warmer going down the throat. One of the interesting things is this scotch is matured in bourbon and Oslo sherry barrels. So I think that's why we're getting such a dark color on the scotch. Just beautiful color, to be honest. And the flavors, that's why I'm getting those those current berries. And then I'm also getting a spiciness to it. So I'd be curious to try uh, their other versions of this scotch. I know that they make an Atoshan 21 year and they make an Atoshan American Oak. And it'd be curious to try those. But I will tell you that this three wood, I really... I really like. So now I'm heading to Island Scotches and I'm trying the Aron Tenier, which should be way more fruits and spices. So we'll see what the view is of the color as well as the legs, as well as the palate, nose and finish. So it's actually like a yellow, little lighter than gold, pretty, pretty light yellow. And um, when I swirl it, I mean, the legs on it are crazy. It's got crazy legs, like really crazy sugars in it. So let's look at the nose. Well, pretty much right nuts on it. It's uh, very fruit forward. I get apple and some kind of sweeter fruit. I can't figure out what it is yet, but it's an apple and like almost like an apricot smell to it. And so now I'm going to taste it before I add water. So it's very fruit forward. And as soon as I press my tongue up into my palate, I get a lot of spicy flavor. It's not a heavy finish, it's light. 
but it has a really nice mouthfeel. Let's see what water does to open up the nose and the palate. After adding four drops of water, I really think it's very apple forward on the nose. Let's see how it tastes. Wow, as I add the water, probably about four drops, it softened it completely to the point where it's like a scary type of scotch to drink because you could find yourself drinking it very, very easily. What's interesting is as it sits in your mouth, it's very fruit forward and soft, kind of a, almost an apple saucy, you know, flavorish to it. However, as soon as your tongue presses it into your palate, then the spicy comes on, but the spicy stays towards the front of the tongue and doesn't really come down the back of the throat. So there's not a lot of long finish or anything. This is just a very easy drinker. For the Highland, I chose to go with Glenmorangie, the Nectar Dior. You know, it's interesting because it used Santerny's cast finishes. So it starts in American bourbon casks and then finishes in Santer casks. And that's quite amazing. That makes it feel like it's gonna be more of a dessert scotch. It's very light yellow in color, almost like a light, light honey. And the legs on it are pretty good. Definitely has sugar in it, but the legs aren't profound. So we'll see where this lands. Let's look at our nose. I get a big burst of lemon, and then I get a whole floral. But, but I would say it would be like a sweet floral, like a honeysuckle floral almost. Quite interesting. So I'll go on to the taste now. I'm laugh when I describe the taste. It tastes like, like the crumble on top of apple crumble or an oatmeal that has almonds in it and some spices. It's not heavy spice, so it doesn't like blast you with spice. It's very light, like a dessert would be. But you're left with this, the mouth feels very syrupy. Wow, I feel like you could have this with even a cream-based dessert, like um, ice cream or creme brulee or flan or creme caramel. I think it would offset some of the flavors in scotch, but I'm gonna add some water and see if it changes the nose and the talent, the taste and the finish. By the way, this doesn't have a very long finish to begin with, so we'll see if the water changes it. You know, I added four drops of water and didn't seem to change the nose at all. It still has that lemon, almost lemon meringue-ish dessert. That's kind of what it smells like. So let's see if the taste has changed. So when I taste it and bring air in and push it into my palate, as I just hold it in my mouth, it's very sweet, syrupy. And then as I press it into my palate, it gets the spiciness, but it really stays to the sides and the front of the tongue. It doesn't really travel down the back of your throat. So it's a very light drinker. That's why it'd be great for dessert because it wouldn't overpower your desserts on the finish part of it. So interesting. I'm really glad I tried it. So let me correct myself if I didn't say it correctly. <laughs> it's finished in, basically it starts in an American oak bourbon cask and then turn cask later on. So it's a very interesting scotch. I'm, I'm really glad I tried it. I think it would be a great scotch like in the fall because it's a citrus thing which is not necessarily a fall fruit but it gives you that hopeful flavor that you're looking for when you're pent up and have cabin fever and have desserts so you know after chatting with the bartender here about this glenmorangie the nectar dior i'm taken with that when i push it into my palate i'm getting that heat that is very much like ginger and so again i want to re-emphasize that to have this with a cream-based dessert might be just epic because the citrus notes in this scotch 
would brighten the dessert and allow you to have like this fullness of flavor with the sweet that's I think pretty magical and it's interesting because I was telling her that you know I probably would never buy a whole bottle of this because it's something I would drink on occasion but to be able to come into a bar that has such a scotch forward selection I mean I literally their whiskey menu is six pages long and scotches are two full pages and we're talking 11 by 14 pages <laughs> they're huge so I'm excited to go on to the last scotch that I want to try I don't really want to get into any blends at this time because you know Johnny Walker is a great blend it's a standard blend I use for a lot of my cocktails but I think the next one I'll try would be the space side and I'm investigating which uh, scotch I want to try next. So the last scotch I'm going to try is a Speyside. I'm going to see if they have it. It's a Craig and Moore Distillers Edition 12-year. And I'm interested because they use it a lot in other types of blended scotches. For example, Johnny Walker uses one of these. And they reviews on it say it's a sleeper because it is used in blended scotches. But maybe that's a good thing because if it's a sleeper, then it's cheaper and it's a good scotch solid. So we'll see. And I'll get back with you after she pours it. So I'm trying my Speyside Moor is what we think it's called. <laughs> Single malt scotch, double matured. It's got basically clover honey in color, great legs, lots of great sugars in it. So then I'm going to try the nose and see what the nose is. The nose is full but not heavy. I'm getting a, a, like a toffee nose to it. It's appealing. Sometimes you put your nose into your scotch and you want to jerk back as the alcohol so intense this is more balanced so weirdly i get this i'll just say it heather flower type of essence in there as well as pear and there's a little peat but wow you know i'm not a huge peat drinker i if i go in to drink peats then that's what i'm doing but i'm really sticking to single malts right now and this is amazing because it has just enough beet. You get the little bit of beet, but not like, oh my God, it's overpowering. Now all I taste is cigar. So what this was is it's peat forward in the tongue, pressed up in the palate, and then it's kind of just slowly disappears. Now, possibly after drinking it more, it will open up more. But what I'm curious now is if I add water to this one to see if it opens up. And I enjoy this one, so I wonder if it really is a sleeper, like could be a lesser expensive scotch that's on the shelf all the time because it's got a different body feel than like, let's say, Bouchelavi's Classic Latte, for example. It's interesting, when I added the water, probably about four drops, as I smelled it, I smelled caramel and then really old school Victorian sachet. <laughs> I have no idea. Almost a lavender, and that maybe that's the heather coming out in it, I'm not sure but some kind of essence of that. My best recollection is this, is they used to have these little sachets they put in your drawer that were not just the flowers, but they were actually, it was a powdered kind of essence that it would leave, if you bang it against the wall of the drawer, it would leave a powdery effect in the drawer that then would get on your clothes and you'd dust it off, but the odor would still be there. So really old school memory for me of my grandmother's uh, dresser drawers but that's what I smell let me see what it tastes like I know Saffir isn't going to want to hear this but I just had an experience so when I taste this scotch with the water in it without sucking any air in yet just a pure taste against my palate it has the most delightful very very light smoke taste to it and the best I can equate it to is occasionally back in the day when I would be 
naughty and hanging out at Sturgis, I would go into the humidor and grab a cherry or vanilla scented cigar. And then I would smoke that or share it with somebody. And the idea would be that essence, if you will, that smoky essence is what I'm tasting. Extremely light though, not, not compared to obviously smoking something, but extremely light, but very enjoyable. Like, wow, this could replace the social cigar <laughs> for sure, because it fills that niche without being too overpowering. So now I'll try it. one more taste where I'll suck air and see if it actually, when I aerate the scotch, if it changes flavor. Wow, aerating doesn't change it on the front end, but on the back end, it just gives a deeper smoke. And truly my throat feels the smoke like you would. It's really weird, like when you would smoke one of those cigars. So interesting how this scotch has a lane for me at least on that little bit of peat that is familiar to me. So I guess I would say that. So I'm gonna look for this at my local liquor store and see what the price point is on it. I don't know at this point. And then uh, could be a sleeper that I wanna keep on hand. Thanks for listening today. This has been my journey through Scotland in North Carolina. And I'm at the Whiskey Kitchen and I have had an enjoyable time tasting scotches from all different locations in Scotland, as well as then enjoying a beautiful bowl of shrimp and grits that was typical of the South and glad that I got the opportunity to be here. And now I'm ready to fly home to be reunited with Saffron Master. That's it for today. If you're interested in kinky relationship coaching, online domination, or if you'd like to sponsor the pod to keep it going, please visit our Patreon website at Lady Petra Playground. You can reach me via email at ladypetraplayground at gmail.com. Our music is composed and performed by Roger Ferguson, who can be found at rogerfergusonmusic.com. Till next time, cheers! Cheers!